Got a couple of Sabre prospects lighting up the World Juniors. We got a matchup against Montreal and a same-game parlay that I really like for tonight's game. All ahead here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Your Locked On Sabres, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thanks for making Locked On Sabres your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. Speaking of getting started. You ever get the faulty uh, top on your uh, on your coffee cup? It is. Uh, is there anything more annoying in the world than that? Because you have to like you have to grab the cup in a certain way. Again, this is more for the uh, the YouTube audience. By the way, you can check us out on YouTube. Be sure to do that. Go to YouTube. Just search it. Locked on Sabers. You can find us there. Be sure to like and subscribe. And if you got a comment or a question, you can do it there. But the best way to do that is become a sortie on our group chat, our text line. To do that, go to joinsubtext.com slash LockedOnSabers, and you can do that there. And I'm looking forward to getting back into the game day flow of things with everybody. I was at a wedding for the last game, so I missed a lot of that. But for Sabres and Canadiens, we'll have a lot of that again. We'll preview the matchup a little bit later on in today's show. I got a same-game parlay I really like for today. But I do want to start with the World Juniors. The Sabres and a few of their prospects have had some really nice results at the World Juniors, and we'll get into that. Uh, I did tease on a previous show we were going to have Hadi Kalakash from Locked On NHL Prospects on, and he has COVID. So hoping to get him back in the swing of things in the next couple of days, hoping that he feels better. Um, the voice is gone, you know. So once he clears COVID, whether that's right before the tournament ends uh, for the finals or right after, we're definitely going to get Hadi on. Because remember, if you are a frequent listener of the show, we had Holly on, Hottie on back in February, and he said something that I've not heard in many other places. I would say maybe only in one other place. I think Chris Baker from Sabres Prospect has had this same take, but it's not a popular one. What Hottie said to us in February was that he believed of the three 2023 prospects that the Sabres drafted in the first round. Matthew Savoy in the top 10, Noah Osland at 16, and Yuri Kulik at number 28. Of those three, Hadi believed that Noah Osland was going to be the best NHLer of the three players. And, hey, the other guys have had their successes too. Savoy, I thought, played really well at the World Juniors. He was a little bit snake-bitten, had some scoring chances, couldn't get the puck in the back of the net, including a breakaway or an odd man rush that he had against Czechia where they lost in the quarterfinals. And Yuri Kulik, Czechia gets bounced in the semis. He was at last check at this moment. I know there's games happening right now. Tied for the tournament lead in points 
with nine points in five games, including five goals scored. So Kulik, very strong World Juniors. The second time that's happened for him. Uh, third time even, because he's been to the tournament three times. But Noah Oslin continues to have a strong campaign. He is at seven points in five games, just scored a goal in the semifinals, and Sweden is through to the final. They win 5-2 to two over Czechia, so his tournament continues. And if you look at the Swedish players, there's only one player above him in terms of points scored on the Swedish national team, or the Swedish junior team. So Oslin has had a really strong tournament, and it's really my first up-close look, shift-to-shift at him. Because, you know, you see highlights, you see draft analysis, you hear about stuff. But watching him shift to shift, what I have very, what I've noticed is this guy is like a water bug. I mean, his skating ability, his going back and forth, he's very dynamic. He has a ton of moves in his arsenal with the puck. So his hands are slick. His movement with his feet are very slick as well. And he is somebody that I feel like if you had him in a phone book as a defenseman, you'd still have a hard time taking the puck away from him, not because he's overly physical, but because he's so smooth and he can stick handle in tight spaces. He can move in tight spaces. He's got the goal he scored against Czechia, really a put away goal in the world juniors. He comes in super calm, super collected forehand, backhand roofs it over the goaltender look too easy for him on a breakaway. He's had some toe drag moves in this tournament that have looked really good. He had a deflective goal earlier in the tournament that was really strong uh, where he was in front of the net and a nice skill play with a stick there. So we're seeing a lot of skill on display from Oslin, which is good to see. Now, he is not a very big player. And as it turned in terms of the projected future for a guy like him, I still think the Sabres are at a point where if you want Oslin, if you want Kulik, if you want Savoy to be in important roles in this team one day, other guys got to get moved out. Or maybe another team looks at Oslin's tournament here and goes, wow, that guy, he's not a throwaway prospect. He's not a B prospect. He's an A minus. So, all right, I can make him the core piece of a big trade. So even if he never makes a big impact for the Sabres, I think Oslin showed off a little bit in this tournament, and it's not even over yet. He still has the finals to go. He could have a heroic moment there. He's already done a lot, I think, for his value, whether it's to the Sabres or to another team. Um, I've liked him a lot in what I've seen from him in this tournament, and he's been a top-line guy for Sweden, playing with Sabres second-round pick Anton Wahlberg, um, who has been okay and is pretty good in this tournament as well. Oslin, I think, has been better. But really cool to see because he's not somebody that, especially Sabre fans, have had a lot of chances to see. He plays over in Europe. He played such a minor role in his first season after being drafted, and then they found him a new spot where he plays more. We thought he might come to Rochester this year. That did not happen. He went back to the Swedish Hockey League. It sounds like he'll be in Rochester next year. Um, and then maybe he finds his way up after that. The timeline for him still feels like it's behind Yuri Kulik and even Matthew Savoy to make the NHL team. But just know there's one guy out there at least that has been telling us that he thinks he's going to be the best. And again, we'll get Hadi Kalakash on locked on NHL prospects once he's feeling better back from the COVID bug. Um, and it's, Soon as we do that, of course he'll uh, he'll be able to give you a lot more on Oslin than I can. But I've been impressed in terms of the style. That's what I've seen: a slick player, a playmaker, but he's also showing some good finish as well. 
When we come back, we'll get into the Sabres matchup for Thursday night against Montreal. That's coming up here on the Locked on Sabres podcast. We are presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. NFL regular season wrapping up. You got the NHL season in full swing. You got the NBA season. Plenty of time to get on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use. Many different ways to bet, like live same game parlays, find bets in the new Explore tab, make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays, and plenty more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the National Football League. Sneaky Joe DiBiase back here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen. Be sure to make your next listen when you're done with us. The first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today, here for your 24-7, covering the top stories of the day. Local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube. Subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. So, Sabres and Canadiens. We have got a Thursday night affair between these two teams. Um, a 7-10 puck drop uh, is what we're looking at at uh, Bell Center in Montreal. Now, Sabres been off a few days. They have not played since Sunday. Give Don Granado some time to get back healthy and get back on the bench. Seth Appert, uh, of course, had the two games over the weekend. And we've got some changes to the Sabres lineup. Before we get to that, let's take a look at where Montreal stands on the season. The Canadiens this year are above the Sabres in the standings. If I told you that by the new year, I would have been, or if you told me that in October, that would be the case by the new year, would have been very upset with that. To me, it would have been a disaster. And it still will be if the Sabres fall below Montreal, because we already worried about them getting passed by Ottawa, already worried about them getting passed by Detroit. Montreal shouldn't have been in the cards. Montreal is a rebuilding team that should be years behind the Sabres, at least a year behind the Sabres. But this year, they're right at 500, 16, 16, and five, a 37 point uh, re- summary or resume in 37 games played. They have a minus 22 goal differential though. So while they have a better record than the Sabres, they're three points above them with one fewer game played. Definitely not a strong team and not one that I would expect to make the postseason. If we're looking at some of their leaders on the year, they are kind of, they're, almost reminiscent to me of the post Briere Drury Sabre teams in terms of what they're building. I, and this is why I don't like their future, at least with what they got in the NHL roster right now. They've got some nice young talent. I don't know that it's like elite young talent. It's like franchise changing foundational player talent. Nick Suzuki's a nice player. He is, but is he a true number one center in the modern NHL, he's below a point a game. He's at an okay season playing 21 minutes a night, 24 years old. How much more ceiling is there? He's fine, but I think he's more of a number two. Cole Caulfield. I like Cole Caulfield, but not a well-rounded offensive player to me. And this year, he's at 27 points in 37 games. All right, not bad. Uh, what else do they got on the roster? How about Yura Slavkovsky? the first overall pick from last year. And he's sitting at 14 points in 37 games, only four goals scored. Uh, 
not an elite level number one overall pick in the first place. And there have not been great signs in his development through the first couple of years. But I wonder, is Montreal going to get to that point where their best player, Cole Caulfield, is, well, it's Thomas Vanek. And Nick Suzuki, their best player, and, well, it's Derek Roy. And maybe they have a Jason Pominville somewhere on the team. And, hey, these guys are pretty good. But when they're your most important players, when they're your best players, I don't really think you're winning all that much. Maybe you make the playoffs once every three years, but I might think that's about it. And they don't have Ryan Miller. They don't have a goaltender like that, at least at the moment. Sam Montenbeau still carrying the load. Jake Allen playing a bunch as well. So I don't really love Montreal's build all that much. Now, all that more is for the future anyway. What are they right now? Well, by record, they're a better team than the Buffalo Sabres. Um, What about in terms of some of the advanced numbers for Montreal? And when you're looking at the expected goals for percentage at five on five on the season, Montreal, they are sitting at 27th in the NHL, 27th in the NHL. The Sabres are 17th. So in terms of possession numbers, shot numbers, shot attempt numbers, um, quality of chances, the Sabres are a better hockey team than Montreal, but they have not had the results so far this year in comparison. So that's what you're looking at for Montreal, their lineup for this game. Uh, Suzuki, Caulfield, and Slavkovsky, that's their top line. Get to some veterans after that. Sean Monahan with Jesse Lonenen and Josh Anderson. Jake Evans with Brennan Gallagher and Jonathan Kovacek is their third line. And then Michael Stevens. Joel Armia still hanging around. And Michael Pizzetta on the fourth line. The blue line, Caden Gooley, decent young player. Michael Matheson, actually more of a veteran player, has had a really nice season as a number one uh, top pair defenseman for them. And I only know that because I've had him on my fantasy team all year and he has put up a bunch of assists and a bunch of points. It'll be Jake Allen between the pipes for Montreal in this game. He'll be going up against Devin Levi. Devin Levi playing against his hometown team for the Buffalo Sabres. Levi against Allen. And when it comes to the Sabre lineup for this game, no changes from what we talked about at practice on Wednesday. And that's mostly because the Sabres have not had, um, they've not had, a, a, they didn't have a normal skate. They had an optional skate on Thursday morning. So we don't know yet. We're still waiting on a couple of players that have been dealing with some injuries. Um, so we'll see who that ends up being. Players that were not on the ice for warmups or for the morning skate. Tuck. Paterka, Quinn, Jurgensen's Samuelson. I don't know who the guys are we're waiting on. Is Samuelson one of them? Because if you're looking at the Sabres lineup for this game, the lines are pretty much the same. Oposo out, Eric Robinson in would be the one change. Then there's the blue line. We talked about this yesterday that Eric Johnson bumped up with Owen Power, and then it was Ryan Johnson, Matias Samuelson, and Connor Clifton that were rotating in and out for the third pair. So is Samuelson the one that we're waiting to find out on? Because if he's injured and they want to give him a day off, then you'll probably see Ryan Johnson and Connor Clifton remain there together as the third pair. And if Samuelson plays, do they keep him down on the third pair with Clifton or Johnson, or do they put him back up with Darlene? Because while Darlene skated with Henry Yoki Haru at practice yesterday, there have been times this year where the Sabres have had a pairing at a practice or a line at a practice, and then they showed up to the game the next day and they just kind of scrapped it. So maybe Granados wanted to see it at practice, didn't like it, and then for the game decided not to do it. Um, I don't know. But 
kind of up in the air in terms of the blue line. Forwards, we pretty much know. Goalies, we pretty much know for this game, 7 o'clock on Thursday. I got a same-game parlay that I really like for this game at the Bell Center on Thursday night. That's coming up here on the Locked on Sabres podcast. We'll look at who's favored in this game. You might be surprised at who's favored in this game and favored by a sizable margin. That's coming up here on the Locked on Sabres podcast. We are presented by Sleeper. It is almost the halfway point in the season, and it's not going great. We all know that. But regardless of where we are in the current standings, want to remind you, you could win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper, our number one choice for Daily Fantasy Sports, and especially Daily Fantasy Hockey, because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. So take a look. What players are out there for? Um, you got a bunch of different options. Any pick your favorite player. If you Tage is your favorite player, Tuck's your favorite player, Skinner is your favorite player. And it's not just hockey. You got football. You got basketball. Major League Baseball once it gets fired up in a couple of months. And of course, you still got the national championship for college football. All you got to do. Pick whether top players like Tage, Tuck, etc. will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in a given game. To win a 100-time bet on sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. Use the promo code LOCKEDONNHL. You're going to get to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See sleepers terms of use for details and locational availability. Final segment here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. All right, let's get into our betting segment of Sabres and Canadiens. And we are going to start with just the, the straight-up odds before we get to my same-game parlay. To me, big surprise, the Sabres are favored at Montreal. Not because I don't... I don't think they should be. I just wouldn't have expected it, given the records of the two teams and who's home. The Sabres are actually a decent size favorite, too, at minus 150 on the money line. For you non-betters, if it's a minus, that means that you're going to get few less than what you put up. So minus 150, all in 100. If you put up 100, then... Um, Excuse me. Let me let me rephrase. You have to put up 150 to win 100. There you go. Montreal plus 125 on the money line. For Montreal, if you bet 100, you'd win 125. The over/under in this game is at six and a half minus money on the both minus 118 for the over minus 104 for the under. Here's my same game parlay of the day for this game. I am going to start with the over. Over six and a half goals, Levi versus Allen. Neither are have played at a star level this year. Both are sub 900 state percentage goaltenders. Five of the last six Montreal games have gone over. So that's where I'm starting. Leg number two, Jeff Skinner, anytime goal. Jeff Skinner, plus 150 for the anytime goal, has scored in four of his last five games against the Canadiens, and he has been the most reliable goal scorer from beginning to end that the Sabres have had all year. More than Tage, more than Top, more than uh, Tuck, more than Paterka, who's dried up recently. Skinner, over, uh, anytime goal at plus 150. And then I'm going to go for a bit of a long shot. I'm going a bet I've not made yet this year on this show. I'm going to go 
to tr I'm going to try to predict the first period correct score. Exactly correct. Montreal to be winning by exactly two goals to one at the end of the first period. So Montreal to exact correct score first period. Montreal two, Sabres one. Here's why I'm doing that. One, I already told you I like the over. So I'm thinking a lot of goals in this game. I'm going to go three goals in the first period. And two, we know what the Sabres have done all year in the first period. They're not a good first period team. In fact, they've lost four first periods in a row. So I like goals in this game, and I like Montreal to continue the trend of beating the Sabres in the first period. So it's a perfect bet. Don't, I don't have to bet against the Sabres to lose. I just have to bet against them to lose in the first period. So Montreal 2, Sabres 1 in the first raises our total parlay with over six and a half goals and Jeff Skinner to score to plus 4,200. 10 to win $420, a hundred to win 4,200. That's my same game parlay for Sabres and Canadiens. Other odds in this game, by the way, if you are looking around at it, Casey Middlestat's goal odds are starting to rise up. He's now at plus 230. He was around the plus 400 mark early in the season. Um, he is still more of a pass-first guy, but he's starting to put the puck in the back of that a little bit. Uh, Paterka has not really changed much at plus 260. If you're looking for your best value, I mean, Greenway at plus 500 might be a place to look at that. Um because otherwise, everybody else has got some pretty, pretty solid odds. And that's going to do it. That's it today for the uh, same game parlay and what we're looking at for Sabres and Canadiens. Thanks, everybody, for listening to today's show. We hope you enjoy Sabres and Habs. And we'll talk to you next time, hopefully after a Sabres win. Our, make your next listen. Locked on sports today. Again, you can check it out wherever you listen to this podcast or on YouTube, the first ever 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube for sports. Check them out. Thanks for listening here in the Locked On Sabres podcast, making us your first listen every day. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.